welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I mean, no, but I. <laughs> it's like all part of the fake it till you make it. I'm doing good. <laughs> I can't complain. Trying yeah. to get organized, you know, spring's right around the corner. Spring might have happened by the time you're listening to this. Around here, it's still winter. It is, yeah. And that's the thing, like... Around here, she means not just in our heads, like here in Massachusetts. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely still is winter. Mm -hmm. We had like a fake spring for a half a second last week where it was just like 60 and 70 for like two days and then immediate cold snap back to 20. Yeah, it was so nice. (laughs) It was beautiful. It made me excited for summer. I was like, I can't wait till we get warmer weather. Yeah. Which Um, normally I'm not a fan of summer, but... As I'm getting older, I do enjoy it a little more. I love summer. I love being at the beach. I love swimming. I was actually telling Jake the other, these are the conversations I have with Jake. And I'm like, I'll think about it later. I'm like, he must think I'm a psychopath. Um, But I literally just came out of the bedroom. I was like, you know what is like a feeling that I absolutely love is if say, okay, this is very New England, but like being at the beach all day, catching like a little bit of sun and like your skin's hot. And then you go home and you take like a cool shower. And then you come out of the shower and you put on like, a like, you know, light clothes, like a sundress or something. Mm-hmm. And your skin's still hot and your hair is cold with mm-hmm. water. And then you go and get like seafood, like fresh seafood. Oh, And that's like my favorite feeling ever. I love that. So I'm with you on that is a really good feeling all the way up to the seafood. Like oh, yeah. I love because I'm allergic to seafood, but I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like I love going swimming all day and then you're like soup. you take a shower to like rinse off and then yeah. it's about like maybe 5, 530. Mm-hmm. Sun's still out. You take a shower, you like feel really fresh and really clean and you're like so tired yeah. and then it's like time to eat because yeah. swimming – for some reason it makes everyone so hungry (laughs) yeah and it's like whatever you eat is the best thing oh my god that's like the perfect summer day for me is Mm -hmm. like you know day off from work just beach all day because then yeah you get home at five Mm -hmm. and you just like rally and it's like you still have like a whole day ahead of you yeah it's true and it's like let's take a little nap and then Mm -hmm. you get up and you're like now what yeah that's my I can't wait my favorite um, so yeah, I, I came out of nowhere with that to Jake the other day and he was just like, yeah, no, I agree. I like it too. I was like, but do you love it? And he's just like, I said, I like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I said, I but like it. But do you love it? That's so funny. Cause I told Joe the other day, I said, I can't wait until we are walking downtown to Salem, like all the time during the summer. And we walk back being so sweaty and like taking a nap. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I can't wait either. And I'm like, no, like I really can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Is summer your favorite season? No, I'd say fall is, but like I like all the seasons. Rank them. I, um, I would go fall, summer, spring, winter, spring and winter are like even mm-hmm. for me. I would do fall, winter, um, <laughs> summer, spring. Yeah. I feel like spring's so boring. Yeah, spring's whatever. I mean, like it's where my birthday is and stuff, but it's just like that weird mm-hmm. in between where it's like I'm not ready for summer to be here but I want winter to be over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah. It's like once like the hot weather starts like coming in, I start freaking out about all the things I've eaten in winter and how I'm going to need to be in less clothes. <laughs> and that's what like makes me anxious about spring. What's that saying where it's like 
summer bodies are made in winter or some shit like that. Oh, is I that? It's like a saying, yeah. What, for like exercising and dieting? Mm-hmm. I don't like any of those things. Yeah. And it's not like I'm like trying to body shame myself or anything. It's just like literally a thing where it's like you just feel, you know, like I know I'm going to feel better if I lose like a few pounds for the summer mm-hmm. and like I just love it. Yeah, same here. I have right now what I like to call a, ch- a chowder body. A chowder is- <laughs> body? What do you mean? That's what um, Jay calls because, like, you've just been eating too much clam chowder all winter. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh. It's cute. It is cute. <laughs> well, and, like, since we're talking about eating, um, I was telling Michelle earlier that... <laughs> no, say exactly what you told me earlier. Okay, well, we were talking about food for some. Oh, she was talking about she made spring rolls, and we were like just talking about how delicious they are. And I think I started going into this conversation of like, I was like, I'm obsessed with sandwiches. And Michelle just starts <laughs> laughing her ass off. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I have never heard anyone say that sentence before. And it's also like a funny sentence. Like, I'm obsessed with sandwiches. <laughs> it just sounds sandwiches funny. Sandwiches are so good. Yeah. Um, so we hadn't ordered out because we're just waiting. But we're going to like spoil ourselves come Joe's birthday. Um, but we did. We ended up ordering out just like from a pizza place. But I only got like a sandwich. And Joe was like, you said no ordering out. I'm like, Joe, it's just a fucking sandwich, like bread and vegetables, whatever. But my point was telling you that story, Michelle, because um, you were talking about the spring rolls, is that I'm like obsessed now with eating, not eating bread, because it does like mess up my stomach, I think. Um, but now I make sandwiches out of lettuce and it's like so fucking <laughs> crunchy. And Joe will look at me and I'm like, chowing down on these like yeah. lettuce wrap sandwiches and he's like is it really that good I'm like Joe it is so good because you nice. have the tomatoes you have like the crunchy onions I also put like some like cream cheese in there okay. some jalapenos it's so yeah. good I could always do like a, a lettuce wrap sandwich mm-hmm. like in a romaine leaf yeah or or even like a big like butter leaf. What do you what kind of lettuce do you use? On um, not romaine because it's too soft. It's like the yeah. is it butter leaf? What did you call it? Um, I think it's called butter. Like just the head yeah. of lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's iceberg too. Iceberg. That's okay. what I'm using. It's so nice. crunchy. Yeah. Because that's what I like. I'm just like I want anything that's crunchy and anything like chips. And then I've also discovered I'm a nacho freak. If you didn't know. And Joe, I can't have Doritos or tortilla chips in the house. Um, Whenever we do get them, I eat the whole bag, like, in two hours. The whole bag. I'm like, Joe, don't you ever buy the good chips. So he's like, I'll get Fritos. So I've recently discovered Fritos, which is Fritos in a bowl with shredded cheese, throw on some jalapenos, and then you microwave it, and it's like nachos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, um, shit, what is it called? <sighs> Frito pie. Frito pie. Oh, my God. We had that in elementary school. Joe didn't what? even know about Frito I, pie. I didn't either. <gasps> Jake was the one that told me about it. Really? Yeah. But I don't think he had it at school. They used to make it at 7-Eleven. Mm. Like, you open up a bag of Fritos, and then you go and get, like, the chili. Yeah. The, yeah, the chili and, like, the nacho cheese sauce, and you just, like, <laughs> it right into the bag. <laughs> No, I, like, are you kidding me? I remember in elementary school, Fridays was always the day that we would have Frito chili pie and then also a cinnamon roll. 
It was like a chili mm. and a cinnamon roll is the best combo. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Y'all, um, Sam is originally from Kansas. If you couldn't tell <laughs> by the fact that she was being served Frito pie for lunch. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> it is? No, I don't think so. I feel like we used to have like Salisbury steak and all this like random ass shit. That's gross. Yeah. I don't even know what a Salisbury steak is. Joe tries to explain either. it to me and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, nobody needs it in their life. I feel like it's like, um, like is it a whole, sauce that makes it a Salisbury steak or a I cut? Think so. Okay. Mm, I, to be honest, I don't even know if it's steak. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like tofu. Um, no, it's disgusting. It's like it's like when you go to like an old diner, they have like hamburg on the menu, and it's just like, who the fuck is eating hamburg? But it's what just is like, hamburg? It's like an old like it's just hamburger, you know. But like old fifties people used to just call it hamburg. Oh. I feel like they eat a lot of Salisbury steak. So the people that are ordering the hamburg, are they eating it as a hamburger or is it just ground beef on a plate? I think for the most part, it's like pretty much like a bunless burger, oh, you know? okay. And it probably comes with like mashed potatoes and corn, creamed corn. Oh, I love corn and mashed potatoes. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm indifferent. Okay. Um, um, have you been eating anything delicious? Not really. Nothing to really... Uh, talk about or brag about mm-hmm. um but the reason I wanted you to tell your sandwich story in cahoots with the fact that you said you were obsessed with sandwiches which I still find very funny so I wanted you to tell the sandwich story because I feel like when you originally said your turkey sandwich thing mm-hmm. the way you said onion sounded like the way my friend who is from Kentucky says onion how do I say it onion onion like it's like a little like onion. compressed onion and so I have this great story that we tell all the time. Um, I wasn't even there for it, but I've just heard it so many fucking times. Every time that the you're word, part of it yeah. now. Okay. Every time the word onion, tuna, honey comes up, this story gets told. Um, so all the boys went on like a skate trip and they stopped at a deli. <laughs> so my friend Zach, who is from Kentucky, went to the counter and was just like, hey, could I have a, a tuna and onion wrap? <laughs> and so the girl behind the counter was just like, tuna and honey and he goes yeah tuna and honey and so this girl I think asked like one like two more times and he just kept affirming like that is the wrap that I want and so (laughs) stop asking me stop asking so this girl makes a wrap based on what he told her so they're all like sitting on the curb and he starts eating this wrap and he's like I think that you put honey in this wrap and they go what and he goes, I think this is a tuna, a, a tuna and honey wrap. And everyone's like, what did you ask for? And he's like, I asked for tuna and honey. And they're like, what did you ask for? He was like, I asked for tuna and honey. <laughs> and so he just like, he's also like, I love him to death, but he's such a little bizarro weirdo. Yeah. And he just ate the wrap. He's like, it's not that bad. Aww. And it's just like. That is the most disgusting oh combination God. of flavors. And, like, so now anytime anybody mentions tuna or onion or honey, it's, like, it's the oh classic onion-honey debacle. That is <laughs> – she's, like, what do you want? And he's, like, onion. And yeah. she's, like, onion? <laughs> it was, like, like a, a Abbott and Costello routine where it's just, like, going back and oh forth the whole gosh. time. But he ate it. I'm like, that sounds so disgusting yeah. to me. Yeah. That's so nice of him to not even, like, go in and there and oh, no. bother. 
Because she double checked. She, I think she triple checked. Oh my god! And she's probably like, "Who the fuck is ordering a tuna and honey wrap?" Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> anytime she hears mm-hmm. tuna and honey, she probably thinks of that story she's too. She's probably relayed that story a oh my uh, gosh. hundred times too. In what world does that sound like onion to you? Yeah. Why are you saying it that way? Say but it. he's from Louisville. Is that, is that the way you say it? Louisville? Yeah. Kentucky Louisville. Yeah. Louisville? He always used to say Louisville. Hmm. Just like, I feel like he just like mashes a full word like into yeah. one syllable. But besides that, he doesn't have much of an accent. Well, now every time I say onion, I'm going <laughs> to think of that. All right. Um. So. All right. Let's get at these assholes. Let's do it. I'm excited to know how you land on some of these. Oh, so you're judging me. <laughs> I'm always judging you from the minute you walk into this house. <laughs> For those of you listening, um, I don't know if you're familiar of Reddit. They have a subreddit on there and it's called Am I the Asshole? So pretty much it's a thread of where people are putting their situations that have happened of where they're like, am I the asshole in this situation? The Reddit people will comment and give their opinion. Um... I've seen a few other people go through these threads and kind of give their opinions. And so I thought that we would each pick a few and kind of give our take on it. I'll go first. Am I the asshole for being upset at my parents for making me pay rent? So recently my parents, 45-year-old male and female, want me, a 17-year-old female, to start paying them rent, which is 200 since my sister, who is 21, would be paying the other 200. My issue comes with the fact that when my sister was 17, she never had to pay rent or pay bills. All she did was pay for her gas and her own things that she wanted. Now that she's older and not in college, they have her paying rent along with her car and her phone bill. But she also has two jobs. I barely got my first paycheck and they're asking me to fully pay off my phone before the end of next month. I've offered to pay it monthly since it's $20 a month, but they want the full payment, which is almost $200. Since quarantine started, my parents work longer hours and don't have a lot of time to be home. Because of this, I've been in charge of cooking, cleaning the house, and making sure my younger siblings are in school and on top of homework. All of this has taken a huge toll on my mental health and caused a lot of issues with my relationships within my family. I had the idea that they would not charge me and let me save up money for college, which they are not helping out with, but now my parents expect me to pay the garbage bill too, which is $30 every month, rent, and fully pay off my phone. Both my parents make enough money to support everyone in the house. We also have two younger siblings, but now that I'm working, they expect me to mainly support myself. So now I've been really upset with them and can't find the motivation to work or even get out of bed. They tell me I'm being spoiled for being upset and now I want to know, am I the asshole? Just off the bat, I feel like being 17 years old, paying rent, I think that's too much to expect Mm -hmm. from a 17 year old. Especially if you're still going to school, if you're taking care of your siblings, they could be paying a sitter to do that. But I feel like they should knock some money off of the 17 year old of what they're expecting her to pay them if she's taking care of the house cleaning it um I feel like and especially if they're trying to save up for college how can they save up for college when literally all their paycheck is going to her parents yeah and I'm a you know like I started work I had two jobs since I was like 16 years old but my mom never expected me to pay rent it was just like 
if you want to go somewhere, if you're driving extra, pay for the gas, pay for the phone bill, car insurance. But it was never like, you need to help me raise yeah. our family. Yeah. Especially if, like, they're able to, what are they doing with that rent money that she's paying? And, you know, I even thought since her older sibling is working, um, I'm trying to think. I think she's 21. My thing was, like, if you're not going to school, then, yeah, you do need to help more. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you're, like, 21, I think. If Mm -hmm. you're still living with your parents after high school, I feel like I'm more fine with, like, kids paying rent because it's like, well, you have the opportunity now to, like, go and live your own life. Mm -hmm. While you're still in high school and you're 17, I'm sorry, I didn't ask to be fucking born. Exactly. (laughs) You're supposed to provide me with, like, food and shelter up until I'm an adult. Yeah. Unless, unless, like, it's, like, a situation where everyone kind of has to pool their money and resources Mm -hmm. and stuff because, like... Maybe your parents unemployed or maybe your parents working like three jobs and you still can't like make rent or whatever. Mm -hmm. That I get it if like you're helping out. But if your parents are completely employed, able to cover it and it's not an issue, like why are they asking for rent? Especially if you're fucking cleaning the whole house and babysitting. Yeah. And now they're wanting her to pay the trash bill. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe do the trash bill, do more chores, and watch yeah. the siblings or whatever. Well, but I, it's like, how are they supposed to watch the siblings and do all this stuff? She can't go get another job because then she's unable to watch the kids yeah. and do all of this yeah. stuff. But they're, it sounds like they're wanting her to go get another job. Well, it makes no sense <clears> because it's like if she moved out and instead of paying her parent, went and paid her own rent in an apartment, mm-hmm. they would then be losing that money on rent they would need to pay somebody to babysit and they would need to either clean or pay somebody to clean you need her she doesn't need you exactly i'm sorry yeah <laughs> she's 17 like what yeah. it's like did she just turn 17 like is she five months after being 16 do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like there are the two younger siblings what when they're 15 and 16 are they going to be expected yeah. to pay start paying something like i just feel like that's too much pressure to put on a 17-year-old, especially with the parents being comfortable. Like, yeah, they're working more hours, but if they can both take care of everyone mm-hmm. without any issue, I don't know. I just feel like you would want your kid to focus on school and focus on getting into college. Like, they're not going yeah. – like, when she's 18, she's going to be like, fuck you, I'm moving out. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go live with my friend and I we would. can split rent. Exactly. I would absolutely do that. hmm it's like, okay, so I'm living in your house, and but I have to pay all of the same utilities and rent. Like, how about I go live by myself and have my own fucking rules? Yeah. I was scrolling through the comments, and everyone pretty much is on the same page. And they're telling her that her parents are definitely taking advantage of her. People said that they think they're exploiting her and that she needs to get out ASAP. I mean, pretty much just the same. Like, she's a minor, and she shouldn't be held responsible for all of this stuff and plus $200 is a lot it just keeps adding up you know I used to work at I think like Rite Aid or Walgreens one of those places high school I think it was Rite Aid I think my whole paycheck was like around $200 a week that would just all be gone I don't get it unless like her parents are having her pay rent and then they're putting it into like a different account and it's kind of their way to ensure that she's saving for college and then they give it back to her that kind of a deal mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like it but yeah. it's gross especially if like you're then not going to help your kid through college and you just how is she gonna afford it everyone's saying like you know i would stop doing anything whatsoever around the house if they're going to charge you mm-hmm. printers don't do free child care or chores for their landlord so it's like either 
she does the free childcare, yeah. does the free chores, and doesn't pay rent. Like, yeah, she's working for you. You know, mm-hmm. oh, that's a tough one. She was, I'm assuming, branded not the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everyone's saying you're not the asshole. <laughs> All right, Michelle, what do you got? Am I the asshole for accidentally calling out a new colleague on lying about her language skills? Last week, a new colleague, Kathy, 33, female started at my 25 female workplace. She instantly stood out in the team because she seems like someone who is very dot 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 loud and assertive question mark. Two of my colleagues, me and Kathy, were having coffee in the break room. We were the only ones in there. We were sitting far apart. When the subject of travel was brought up, my colleague said she wasn't booking trips anymore because it'll probably get canceled anyway because of COVID. Kathy immediately cut in about how sad she is because she travels so often and she goes to these far exotic, exotic is in question marks, uh, trips to Europe as her hobby. When I think exotic, I think the Bahamas or something instead of Europe. Kathy then jokes about how all of this no travel business is making her fear that she'll lose some of her foreign language skills. I asked what languages she spoke. She claims to be fluent in three European languages, among which were French and Dutch. Kathy said she was at a native speaker level and went on about how people in Europe were always surprised when they found out she wasn't from there. I was excited. I never get to speak Dutch over here. I was raised in Belgium, which has three national languages, French, Dutch, and German. It's quite common to be pretty fluent in at least two out of these three languages in Belgium because you're required to learn them at school along with English from a very young age. I told Kathy, oh, look, <laughs> this is going to be so bad. Oh, look, dan haben we, I don't know, something in Dutch. Yeah. Which um, translates to, oh, fun, we have something in common then. She immediately pulled the sour face and asked me, was that supposed to be Dutch? <gasps> and I said, yes. And she laughed awkwardly and said she couldn't understand because I have a terrible accent and must not be that good at speaking it. Now, see, I don't have an accent. I speak Dutch more fluently than I speak English. I told Kathy that I grew up speaking Dutch and I speak it to my family all the time. She got miffed and asked what languages I speak and where I'm from. I told her I'm from Belgium. So I also speak French and added, which you just said you speak as well. Cool. We can speak French instead. I acknowledged I was a bit of a dick here because by that point I knew she probably lied about speaking French as well. She then shoved her chair back and angrily got up and said whatever and stomped off. It was awkward. My other colleagues just kind of shrugged and said she shouldn't have lied. However, she later approached me and told me I embarrassed her by acting superior about my European heritage. I told her there was no way for me to know she lied about speaking those languages. She rolled her eyes and told me I was immature. A colleague told me that Kathy had called me a little B-word who enjoys bullying new colleagues behind my back later. I don't think I was a bully at all, but I don't want this to turn into a huge thing. Do I just apologize and keep the peace? Am I the asshole? I feel like she's not the asshole, but she I feel like she was being a little pretentious. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you probably knew right away that she was lying, so you kind of could have just let it lie yeah, or whatever and just it. like backed off. It's like one thing if it was just the two of you and you wanted to like kind of dig at her a little bit, but because other people were there, I'm like not a fan of like trying to embarrass other yeah, people. Yeah, same here. Um, And I don't like it. But also, I completely see her side. It's like, you're fucking 33. Why are you lying about what languages mm-hmm. you speak? Because that's also pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> and also being like, oh my God, I haven't been traveling and I'm going to lose all my foreign language. Yeah. Like, what is this? I don't know. How do you feel? Okay, so I feel the same. Like, I'm like, you're not the asshole because it is annoying when people when people try to lie about something to get, like, a position. You're Like, I get where you want to be petty and be like, well, I know that you're lying, so yeah. let me... Let me let you know that I know, but yeah. the embarrass, uh, embarrassment factor does kind of like that was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like just let it 
work out on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, she probably would have been caught somehow eventually. Yeah. It's like, talk shit about her when she leaves the room to the other people. Like, yeah. she does not know how to speak those languages. Yeah. And so, I do also get that. <laughs> Kathy didn't need to be like, oh, I can't understand. Was that? I can't understand you because you must have an accent. Like, yeah. She was snarky about it, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to be a bitch, then so yeah. will I. You know what? And we can make this a little catty situation. Yeah. I, I feel like I didn't take that into account. I'm going to say original poster is less pretentious because it's like yeah. she was definitely like oh my god you speak belgium like this she was excited yeah, about she was it excited and i forgot that kathy decided to be a bitch and act like she yep. doesn't know how to speak a language yeah <laughs> i would just be like i'm sorry i'm gonna shit myself i gotta go to the bathroom or like <laughs> it, like you didn't have to be rude like surely there's something surely this isn't the yeah. only the first time that someone that has said out, something yeah, yeah. so um, i'm gonna say she's not the asshole yeah, I don't think she's the asshole. I think Kathy's kind of an asshole. It doesn't really matter if it's not like she applied for the job because she can speak Dutch. I don't think that's a requirement in most yeah. jobs. I would assume. You're 33, girl. Stop lying about yeah, what like, you know. Let her just deal with her own insecurities mm-hmm. of where she has to lie about it. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine? No, if I was Kathy and I had lied about that and then somebody literally said something to me in Dutch, I would... my. My stomach would fall onto my butt, and I would I would be like, I need to leave now. I forgot the oven was on. And I would just see you never back stuff out of there. But don't lie about it. What is this this new fad of people lying about if they're Spanish or not, or yeah. if they speak languages? Definitely is a thing where it's like it, you're trying to make yourself seem interesting. Mm-hmm. But if you can't back it up, just stop. Just stop. You're only going to make it mm-hmm. worse for yourself. Or if you want to be interesting, get fucking Rosetta Stone and learn mm-hmm. the languages. Exactly. I don't know. Let's not be a fraud, well, let's, everyone. Let's not. Let's not pretend like we know three languages. So what was everyone saying in the comments? She was voted not the asshole. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, you need to bring it to HR just in case she goes to HR, just so they're aware of the situation. Do you um, think that's necessary, though? I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. And also, like, Kathy called her a little bitch, like, to other coworkers after the fact, mm. you know? I mean, Kathy's definitely in the wrong, but a lot of people are like, you can go to HR and say, like, you don't want any action taken, but just, like, let them be aware that it happened just in case. She is a liar, so who yeah. knows what she could say to... I think that's what people were saying was just like to get ahead of it in case like she decides she's going to go to HR and say you embarrassed her. And I think she did an edit where she's like, I don't feel comfortable going to HR because I don't want to like make it bigger. Make it a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would go to HR. I wouldn't either. But I feel like Kathy might be the type of person to do something mm-hmm. to where it would bite me in the ass and I'd say, <laughs> shit, why didn't I go? I feel like if anything, I would just pull Kathy aside and be like, hey, sorry that weird thing happens like let's just let's go forward from here we don't need to speak dutch to each other or even if you're kathy i would just be like girl i don't speak it i was desperate for a job (laughs) like i gotta pay my bills like i'm i'm learning i'm trying to catch up on these Mm -hmm. lessons and maybe maybe she planned to learn the language who knows (laughs) all right so this next Post, am I the asshole for shouting at my sister and calling her a piece of shit for what she did to my girlfriend? I, who am a 25-year-old male, have been dating Anna, who is 28 female, for two years. We met at a wedding and I only recently found out that she went to the same middle school as one of my older sisters, Laura, who's 28. I found it to be a pretty cool coincidence, so I asked Anna why she never told me before and she literally broke down crying. I was extremely confused, but after she had explained... 
I was upset. Basically, Laura used to bully Anna and said things like, Ew, what is that smell? Oh wait, it's just Anna. One Anna plus one Anna equals twice the stink. Look at her sweat. Ew. Did she ever shower? I bet she only showers once a month. Fat people tend to smell worse. Anna is literal proof of that. Oh my god. I know. So sorry. Awful. As you can see, most of these things were related to how bad Anna smelled. Regardless of whether she actually did smell bad or not, she didn't. I felt sick. I looked up to Laura a lot and I didn't want to believe it. Yeah, my sister was very opinionated and had a lot of enemies, but she wouldn't ever bully anyone. But I thought about it, and every time I thought of Anna, I knew she wouldn't lie about something like that. Anna has a literal panic attacks whenever someone says the word smells bad, and it took a long time for me to be able to give her a hug without her getting tense or nervous. Anyways, Anna said that Laura finally apologized two months ago, but she just couldn't forgive her. She told Laura it was fine, mostly out of fear. Anna never planned on telling me, as it was all in the past and Laura apologized, but she broke down after she saw Laura's Instagram post congratulating her on something. She said that she felt horrible seeing Laura act like they were friends and she just broke down. I was angry. I ended up confronting Laura and called her a piece of shit. I said that she traumatized someone and only had the decency to apologize two months ago. I called her insensitive and that I thought she was better than that. Laura blew up on me saying that I was jumping to conclusions and that I shouldn't trust my stupid little girlfriend and should trust her instead. That she was my sister, aka forever, and my girlfriend was just temporary and that I should be on her side no matter what. She also said that Anna was a crybaby for being traumatized because of something a 14-year-old did. She also said that calling her a piece of shit wasn't going to make me right, whatever that means. I told Anna what happened and she didn't say anything. She said that she didn't want me to do anything, but what's done is done, and she wasn't going to lie and say that she completely disagrees with what I did. She still wished I left it alone, though, because she was probably just being oversensitive and she didn't want me to fight my sister over it. So Reddit, am I the asshole for confronting my sister? Edit, I'd like to clarify that I didn't just storm up to Laura and just started shouting. Laura was talking about Anna and criticizing the way she dresses, so I said, you've criticized enough for a lifetime. And she replied with, obviously not. That's when I decided to confront her. I probably overreacted, but she just kept criticizing and criticizing, and I got tired of it. I understand that I shouldn't have lost my cool. Your sister's a bitch. <laughs> Your sister is a bitch, bro. <laughs> Your sister is the worst. The Laura, worst. off, Laura. And poor Anna. Like, you're telling me it took her a while for her to not flinch. Yeah. So you can hug her. The word smells bad. Your sister did a fucking number on yeah. that. And I'm sorry, when you're a 13, 14 year old girl, everything is like a nice cut. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, you already feel so uncomfortable in your skin. It's just the worst time ever. It is. And for somebody to bully you like that. And it says a lot too because they have been dating for two years and Anna didn't even want to say anything yeah. about this. So you know that she was extremely hurt, but she didn't want it to be a thing. She yep. was like, maybe I'm the one being sensitive. When it happened, what? Like, she, I think she's 25 or she's 28 and you're telling me like, yeah. It still is. It's with her. So. Yeah. And also I love how he was like, I never thought my older sister was a bully. Like she's opinionated and she has enemies. And it's like, she's not opinionated. She's a bully. She's not like, oh, I think 
Anna smells. Like, mm-hmm. she's just being a fucking bitch. Dude who's dating Anna, you're not the asshole, but your sister is. And she obviously still is if she's like, oh, like, still criticizing, A, the way she's looking behind her back, but on Instagram. It's like, go, girl. Like, shut the fuck up with that fake mm-hmm. sisterhood bullshit. And also... I'm your sister, so you need to be on my side. No, you're a fucking asshole, so I'm going to be on the side of whoever's not the asshole. Yeah. And especially the apology, it's like, don't, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. Yeah. You fucking bitch. Like, I've been dating your (laughs) brother for two years. Yeah. I'm not just, like, a girlfriend that he's had for one month, Mm -hmm. you know? So, of course, everyone's saying he's not the asshole and that the sister just through a fake apology everyone's talking about like how some of them actually have sweat conditions to make them smelly so they understand the trauma that Anna could feel from this I feel like she probably wasn't even smelly I mean she could have been because like also when you're 13 14 like a your hormones finally kick in and you are like producing BO Mm -hmm. and who knows like what her situation was like maybe she didn't come from like a well-off household like you know like maybe deodorant wasn't accessible to her Mm -hmm. maybe she didn't know to use deodorant Mm -hmm. everyone's just saying like you're not the asshole your sister is and you were just in denial of how she really is but this shows you and opens your eyes and everyone's apologizing that he found out how she really is because he held her so high you know yeah and also i'm sorry nobody needs to have enemies Mm -mm. that was said in the post right that she has enemies Mm -hmm. no You're an asshole if you have enemies. There's no reason for you to have enemies unless you've been an asshole to people. Someone commented, I think Laura has earned herself a non-refundable ticket to hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's excessive. (laughs) Someone said, your sister is a mean bully and apparently has been for at least half of her life. Mm -hmm. She isn't changing or growing up. What a loser. Like, grow up. And especially since you're still calling her, like, your stupid little girlfriend, you know? Yeah. So rude. Laura's fucking lame. Laura is somebody that doesn't have any actual true friends. She just has a lot of surface friends because mm-hmm. nobody can probably stand her. Yeah. I'm just picturing like Regina Regina George. Also, did you know that you don't have to put up with your toxic family? Yeah. It's so crazy to me how people think that they do just because it's their family. I mean, not that I'm like, don't ever talk to them, but definitely yeah. set boundaries and don't yeah. feel bad for it. If it's like fucking you up, mm-hmm. then yeah, definitely put some... Yeah. Some room there. All right, what do you got? Here we go. Am I the asshole for saying that my kids are not my greatest accomplishment and that I resent the assumption that they are? I love my kids, but they are not my everything. I had a whole lifetime before. I ran marathons, climbed mountains, wrote a novel that was published, and did moderately successful in the 2000s, and have an MFA in creative writing. Chatting with some of the folks in the neighborhood, we got talking about our greatest accomplishments. When it came to me, Tom said, Oh, Well, we know what your greatest accomplishment is, obviously. You have three beautiful, well-behaved children. I was honestly shocked, and I said, no, that's not my greatest accomplishment. He looked just as shocked, and I said, what my greatest accomplishment is, and then said, and by the way, I resent the assumption that having kids is my greatest accomplishment. You have kids. Why didn't you say that? He said how he didn't birth the kids, and how that's a miracle of life, and that gagged me shit. Oh my god. (laughs) I just rolled my eyes and said... Let's not boil women down to their biological functions, okay? Jen, who has kids, chimed in and said, Well, my kids are my greatest accomplishment. I can't imagine thinking anything else. Tom looked super smug. Others, including other moms, chimed in. 
all of the moms agreed their kids were their greatest accomplishment. I kind of stewed about it. After that, the women who chimed in sent me a message asking me if I needed to talk to somebody and asked if I was depressed because my statement was worrisome. She ended up reaching out to my husband to encourage me to get help because it seems I'm unhappy being a mom and that puts my kids at risk. Am I really the asshole here for thinking being a mom isn't the end all be all of life? Like what the fuck? Oh my God, my yeah. mouth is wide open. <laughs> How old are her kids now? Um, she doesn't give ages on any of the kids, but she has three Do kids. we, can we kind of guesstimate? Like, I would say they're probably between like, 15? no, I would think like they're like, maybe like seven to 15 ish, like in that age range. Okay. Cause if like she had a successful career in the like, you okay, know, 2000 yeah. to 2010. I don't know. I think it just really depends who you ask because, mm-hmm. you know, my opinion's coming from me which I don't have kids I don't think she is the asshole like she sounds like a very well rounded woman who did have and not saying that her kids have run her life because I mean she made the choice to have the kids and if she wanted to be a mom then Mm -hmm. she's a mom but I don't think I think saying that your kids aren't your greatest accomplishment doesn't make you an asshole no. And they're still young, so I feel like when they get older and do stuff and you see that you've raised a good human being, is do they become – like, like yeah, does it does become it? more important, yeah. you yeah. know? I feel like everyone's greatest accomplishment is their own greatest accomplishment. That's, like, what mm-hmm. you decide. I think Tom's kind of an asshole for just assuming that because she's a woman that it's her kids. Mm-hmm. I think – the women that are like now shaming her into getting therapy because yeah, they're I don't worried like about that. her. Like, okay, I'm sorry. But I also do agree that I would feel like if you have kids, and this is also coming from a woman that doesn't have kids, I feel like they probably should be your greatest accomplishment just because like you're putting all your time and energy into this thing. Mm-hmm. Like they should eventually be your greatest. Mm-hmm. Like that's 18 years of work. Yeah. Plus 18 plus years of work. Like, you change jobs, you like do different things. I'm not saying anyone You've made is, a lot of sacrifices yeah. for them. I feel like in a way they kind of are. And then there's also, you know, I have friends that like deal with like fertility issues. People are like, well, you just got pregnant. It's like not that hard. Everyone can, you know, mm-hmm. like all women can do it. It's not like an accomplishment, but it's like some people work very fucking hard to get mm-hmm. pregnant. Like change their whole lifestyles. They're taking like medications. They're like doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I would say that if you go without having a child for plus like, you know, two, three plus years and then you get pregnant, like yeah. that's a fucking accomplishment. Oh yeah, definitely. But I feel like she But she's decided that's not hers. Like yeah. writing her book or whatever was. So why are you gonna shame her? Mm-hmm. No, not that she has regret about the kids, but maybe she's like she could be hanging on to just like her golden days or whatever maybe she's going I don't it's so tough because it's like maybe she's going through something where she misses having all of those challenges not saying that raising her kids isn't a challenge but I mean there must be but would I be offended like I say if my mom was like you're not my greatest accomplishment I don't know if I would I wouldn't I don't think I would I don't think my mom would say that either so be honest I don't think she would (laughs) Um, and that's perfectly fine because she's accomplished a fucking lot. Yeah. And I feel like it's just so subjective and it's like, it is what it is to you. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's more the assumption that just because she's a woman that it should be. Mm-hmm. And that is where I have the issue. Yeah. I thought we were all just playing a fucking game here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know, right? I thought we were just like. And now you guys are fucking. Uh, bringing me to an asylum yeah. because it's the 50s and my kids have to be my life. Was her husband there? 
it doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. Why do your neighbors have your dad, like your husband's text? Check that shit out. Yeah, that's so weird. That's like so mind-numbingly like fifties to me. It's like we need to talk to the man in the house because yeah. you're having some like hysterical issues. Yeah, I don't like that. No, there's a lot like, of problems. Why don't you, here. Yeah, like why don't you look at yourself? Yeah. Like, what, what's going on in your little mm-hmm. household? I don't know. But, too, also, like, with accomplishment to whoever you're asking, is it, like, your biggest – and it could be about anything. Is it your biggest accomplishment because it's the most important thing in your life? Or mm-hmm. was it the hardest thing? Or was it the thing that you went through, like, the most trouble in? Yeah. Like, it, there's so many levels to it. I think it's all just, like, what you've – what you feel it's nobody else's choice what your greatest accomplishment is mm-hmm. so I don't have kids and I'm wondering if I did have kids if I was one of the friends not coming from like oh I better tell your husband so he can get you in line <laughs> I would be like I totally get that because yeah. you what I hear is that you know your life does completely change and you do sacrifice mm-hmm. everything like there is no more you it's yeah. like you for this child yeah I totally get that like I would Absolutely. understand I wouldn't be like Shame are you her. depressed yeah. like what's happening well that's just somebody on their high horse like obviously the man in the group has decided and they all like fell in line mm-hmm. and now they're like shaming this one person that doesn't agree with the group mm-hmm. it's I don't know I mean and too I wonder like I I hope she this lady who was asking if she's the asshole I hope she gets support from her husband because it sounds like she misses those yeah goals and doing all of that stuff to where I hope she can like she needs to fucking write a book about that bullshit right there (laughs) write a book about this fucking post (laughs) yeah no seriously and it's like I mean it seems like she might still be doing those things like Mm -hmm. climbing mountains and stuff and it's like you know she's preparing and she's like doing all this work to do that shit like and, you know, she, it like, and it's, like, maybe she came from a place where, like, everyone around her had kids, and she's, like, I'm not gonna only, only yeah, just do that. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, she's very adventurous, and it's, like, there's so many people that just stay home and do mm-hmm. whatever, fucking sitting in a fucking cardboard box, chilling on the couch, like me, like, <laughs> I want to go climb a mountain, like, wow, I can't even imagine what that's like. Oh, my God. You know? I can't. I would never be able to. Yes, you would. No, I don't do want to. I'd rather have a kid before. No, <laughs> I'll climb that mountain before I have that kid. <laughs> wow. So what's everyone saying? She was deemed not the asshole, which is right. Yeah. So in a comment, somebody wrote, initially they were her greatest accomplishments because she had beautiful, well-behaved kids. Then it was that OP physically birthed them when she was asked him why his kids weren't his. Backpedal. So it just kind of, it's just like, a gender thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And it's not anyone could have their greatest accomplishments be whatever, but mm-hmm. you can't assume because it's a woman that that has to be hers. Yeah. Because nobody would, obviously, nobody attacked him because obviously his kids weren't his. Mm-hmm. It's probably fucking his golf score one day at the tracks. God damn it, <laughs> those, Brad. Are, those are two different things. <laughs> his, his golf score at the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom. Don't be a dick. Come on. And fuck you ladies for shaming her. No kidding. See if I ever join you guys around for the campfire. (laughs) I feel like everyone's so supportive. Um, Yeah. You know? I actually like went and searched like the asshole tag because I was just like, all these people are not the asshole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah, I want to find where people are like, yeah, you're totally the asshole. Sorry to say yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. Alrighty, so this next one is, am I the asshole for being mad at my wife for opening my daughter's letter? My daughter Amelia passed away from an infection a year ago. She was 15. Living with me, her stepmom, and her stepbrother. Amelia was a private person. She'd always express her feelings through writing. When she was 13, she decided to write herself a letter to open in 10 years and answer questions about how her life was going. She struggled with breathing problems. We did all we could. Her stepmom took out a loan to pay for a medical device that she needed. Her condition would improve and then worsen. Her death was devastating. She's no longer here, but every day when I wake up, the first thing I do is look for her, thinking for just a second that she's still here with us. Then it hit me again and again. It's very hard. That's all I can say. I have the letter Amelia left for herself. I remember her telling me that I'm the only one allowed to open it, but I'll have to wait until her 23rd birthday. That's when she wanted to open it. I keep it in my closet all the time. My wife mentioned it several times. She's wanted to open it, but I told her I'm honoring Amelia's wish and respecting it. This won't be opened before her 23rd birthday. She didn't think I was being logical, but stopped talking about it. Last week was Amelia's death anniversary. I was busy with my family. I came home in the evening. My sister called telling me to go check my wife's Facebook page and see what she posted there. Yeah, I checked and saw that she opened Amelia's letter, took pictures of it, and posted it on her page. God! Girl, I know, no, I know. There were already over 20 likes on that post, and my stepson and his mom's side of the family were all tagged. I had no idea. I was livid. I went to talk to her. She asked what's wrong, and I blew up asking her why she did this. She started to apologize, saying it was Amelia's first anniversary and wanted to bring people's attention to get to know Amelia better by reading about her dreams and plans for the future. I yelled at her and told her she shouldn't have touched it after I made it clear to her that this letter will only be open on Amelia's 23rd birthday, period. She started crying, saying she's as much devastated by this tragedy, but I was acting cruel and dismissive of her feelings. We had an argument and then I left the house for hours. Mother-in-law wanted to know what was going on because my wife went to her house and was upset. I didn't respond to any calls I received. I only texted my wife telling her to take the post down, but my sister said it's still there. Am I the asshole? Hell no, you're not. Mm -mm. I would divorce that bitch. I'm calling everyone a bitch. I don't normally call women bitches. I swear to God. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. It's like you're totally disregarding anything here. And you're only doing it for like social pull. Are you fucking kidding me? You're trying to get pity. Yep. I don't like that. No, it's disgusting. And especially that's like his daughter. Mm -hmm. It's been made very, very clear. It doesn't get open till the 23rd birthday. Yeah. And not only are you like, well, can we please open it together? Like, I really need this. You don't. You, also, you don't really need this. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, it's like she opens it anyways. It's And not that it's like, oh, you can't open it because it's not really your daughter. Yeah, no. That's not the point. But it's like, why did you have to post it and tag your fucking your family? family? Because you want them to be like, you were such a good stepmom to mm-hmm. her. That's what you're looking for. That's what you're, you're looking, looking for. You're looking for people to be like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry about yep. this day. Must be devastated. You were so good to her. She would have loved you. You're looking for pity shit. Yeah. Because if it was really just like an emotional thing that you needed, there's no reason to put it online. Mm-hmm. Especially behind A, you're doing something 
you know you shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and you're posting it online behind his back. Like, that's how he finds out that you opened it. I know. You think they should really get divorced? Yeah. I mean, is. it's a big line that she crossed. That is. I wouldn't trust her. No. It's like one thing to go around, this is what I'm guilty of, going around, sneaking around, opening, you know, Christmas <laughs> Gifts, Yeah. I will... Jake, right, don't, take Jake, don't listen to this. <laughs> Jake, don't listen to this. Oh, you do it now. Yeah. <laughs> when Jake has, like, the wraps present, oh, I will literally, as soon as so he cute. leaves the house, I am, like, slightly shaking it. Yeah. I'm, like, peeling back as yeah. much as I can to, like, look into it. And you're like, I, the cat's got into yeah. it, Jake, not me. Exactly. Like, I completely understand her, like, want Morning. to open this thing. I do, too. You can't open till a certain date, but this is too serious. This isn't a a wrapped book. How would you feel if she opened it and read it and just kept it to herself and then... I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I would be too. Like if she like secretly like opened it, read it because like she kind of needed it and he was very Mm -hmm. adamant. But then also it would be a thing where if she's like me, I'd be like, I gotta tell you what was in the letter. (laughs) I read the letter. Don't hate me, but I read it. (laughs) And it was beautiful and you gotta read it too. Yeah. You know, because then you have to hold that secret within you for the next Mm -hmm. nine years. Him opening this letter in the future probably like just gave him hope and it was going to be like... I would think of it like, oh, I can't wait to see yeah. Amelia, like, in yeah. a few years or whatever, you know? She, fuck it. It's not even, like, it was a thing that he decided, like, mm-hmm. that he put, like, this uh, thing on the letter. She told him not to open it till her 23rd, and then she passed away. Yeah, and like, she she wasn't like, this letter's for you and whatever, whatever her name is, yeah. for you and Linda. She's like, it's only for you, Dad. Is it Linda? I thought I, I read Linda, but... <laughs> she sounds like a Linda. I feel like there would definitely be so much resentment, and it's like, oh my God, I how would, would you get over past it? it? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't get over it. I'd be like, you fucked up. You fucked up real big. And also the fact that like she's now going to her mom to be like, I am upset. Meh. He's dismissing... He, like, bitch, yeah. you're mad because he's dismissing your feelings. What do you think you just did? Yeah. You're dismi- you dismissed Amelia's wishes. Like, mm-hmm. come on. And you also, dismissed you- his wishes. He told you no time and time again and stop talking about it. Yeah. You Ooh. fool. She's a real piece of work. Everyone's like, well, not to discount her grief, this is a step parent, not a parent. She has to follow the lead of the parents. I agree. And it's not like you're not important because you're a step parent, no. but it's just like... If your husband, who is the actual parent, is taking the lead and has Mm -hmm. this wish, you need to respect it. But it's not even – it was her wish. It was the daughter that passed away's Mm -hmm. wish. You're disrespecting him and you're disrespecting her, like, last will and testament pretty much. Yeah. Some people are saying, I would get a divorce. There's no going back. Reading it could have been forgiven, but needing to post on social media to get a few likes, big nope for me. Completely selfish act just to open the letter and then to post online. What the fuck? It's so disgusting that you're using her death. Except that, yeah. You're gross. Like, you're garbage. You're exploiting your stepdaughter's death to get sympathy. Linda, if you really (laughs) wanted to make Sweet Amelia's death anniversary special... Print out some photos, have a nice dinner, go do an activity that was Amelia's favorite thing to do, do a writing exercise or any, you could have done anything to celebrate her anniversary. Yeah. But no, you only decided to celebrate your damn self. Yeah. I'm pissed. Where does she live? (laughs) (laughs) That's a clear cut one. You're not the asshole she is. No. And don't let her make you feel 
Like you're, uh, that makes me do so not want that. Do not let her gaslight you into thinking that she's the, the yeah. victim here. Okay, so this is my last guy. Am I the asshole for being upset by the fact that my sister and father hang out without me? I'm 17, my sister is 18, my dad is 45. My parents got divorced a couple of years ago, and my relationship with my dad was rocky for the first year. I decided to give things another go, but things haven't been going well. This is one of three unfortunate incidents. This happens relatively often. I have tried to address it before, but my emotions tend to get the best of me at a certain point and I begin to cry. Girl, I feel you. My sister would then say I was too emotional and shut down the conversation. I'm working on handling emotions properly now, properly now and thought I would bring it up again and hopefully we would be done with it. My dad asks us pretty often if we want to go to the bank with him. I always say no because it's boring. I don't see why I should stand around while my father does what I view as chores. My sister always goes with him, and I didn't understand why and why it took them hours there. But I figured it out later when they would talk about having gone places together I never went to and because my sister would send me audios where she's cl clearly not in a bank. Apparently after going to the bank, they go drink coffee, get ice cream, or go to a restaurant. I was upset they never invited me and kept this from me. I feel like they exclude me and don't even tell me why. My sister thinks I have no right to be upset because I said I didn't want to go to the bank and that I should learn father language in quotations. What? Which is a weird way. Am I the asshole for being upset? I think father language is like a weird thing to say. What does that even mean? I think just like saying like him saying like let's go to the bank doesn't mean like oh we're only going to the bank like oh, it's just like dad like okay. go or whatever or to like just understand that that's what understanding that better I guess. So has she do we think that she's asked asked them before that can she go now that she knows it's like an outing? Well she's like I feel excluded because they don't invite me and it's like you were invited and you said no you said no yeah I'm sorry that they didn't give you the whole like mm -hmm. schedule of what was happening itinerary but you were invited and you said no because you thought it was boring so mm -hmm. that's your own fault I like running errands with people that yeah. I like spending time yeah. with you know especially if you're trying to like rebuild a relationship with your dad and mm -hmm. it's just been a divorce like I'm assuming you're probably there on weekends. Like, mm -hmm. that's his time to do his errands. Yeah. And the good thing about most dads, this was, like, my dad, too. It's, like, he knows that errands are boring, so there's always, like, a treat. Mm -hmm. There's always something that's going to be fun at the end. Yeah. And it's usually, like, oh, I'll take you out to, di you know. And it's, like, well, can she ask to hang out with her dad without the sister? Like, yeah. maybe if that's their thing now because she started telling them no and they've kind of made that their time – Maybe she can make something of their time together and they yeah. can have their own little thing. It seems like she doesn't have an issue with the sister. It seems like she was kind of out of the loop for a year. Mm -hmm. They've set up like this thing that they do together. It's like if you're trying to get back in, like just get just back go. In. Yeah. yeah, like they're not going to send you like a special invitation. invitation. Well, they invited you. Yeah. And you decided that it's too boring and you yeah. don't want to do that, so you want to stay home. Yeah, and then now that you know that there is something fun or that the sister's yeah. sending you the audio messages, you're like, well, I want to be a part mm -hmm. of that. And it's like they've already asked you for so many times for so long that if you really want to go, you just need to go. Yeah. Go a few times and then it won't yep. be weird. Now it's on you. Mm -hmm. If you invite somebody so many times and it's constantly a no, mm -hmm. then it's on you to be like, hey, are you still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to keep inviting you. Yeah, just like if I had a friend who kept asking me to hang out and I keep saying no, I'm not going to always expect them to, keep to wait out. for me and yeah. keep reaching out. No, it seems like 
they got divorced a couple of years ago, which means she was probably like 14, 13. Like that's around the time my parents got divorced too. Mm-hmm. When I would go to my dad's on the weekend, like we would just have to run his errands and stuff, but there was always like something fun yeah. involved too. She got labeled the asshole. I, I don't think she's an asshole, but yeah, I Yeah, you're not an asshole. Wrong. And I do know that you probably feel left out and that's like not yeah. a good feeling with like your dad and your sister because it's like, well, what about me guys? But yeah. honestly, you're just going to have to like, get over the awkwardness and get over not get over your feelings because I but I mean what are they supposed Mm -hmm. to do you know also don't just like only do things because it's fun for you Mm -hmm. like that's a little rude yeah people need to do shit and it's not gonna be like fun time USA all the time that's got to get to the bank and do his bank stuff also dad what banks are open (laughs) (laughs) I mean she said nothing about the weekend I'm just like assuming it's the weekend she'll get over it I completely feel her on the emotions tend to get the best of me in a certain point. I start crying because if I get frustrated and I can't get my point across, like I'll start crying. Yeah, I will too. And even if it is just a trip to the bank, there's still lollipops there, girl. There's free tens. Make it. <laughs> or go to the bank and then just be like, dad, can we go get coffee yeah, while I'm out? Yeah. Or we're out or whatever. Exactly. I remember my dad, like when we would run errands with him, like it was usually like to shops and stuff like Walmart to get like blinds and stuff, which mm-hmm. is annoying. But then it's like, okay, well we can go to Michael's and you can grab some art things yep. or let's grab dinner while we're out. Mm-hmm. He used to pick me and my brother up at elementary school and he worked night. So he would just like be waking up and mm-hmm. stuff. And I Looking back, I feel like it was because he was probably getting high, but he would always show up to pick us up with cookies, like, from, like, the bakery. Oh, yeah. And it was always just like, oh, yeah, we got a cookie. Like, that's awesome. I love it when he he picks us up, and then it's like, oh, like, when you're looking back now, you're like, you just wanted cookies. Yeah. So you're acting like you're getting cookies for the kids because you wanted a fucking cookie. Aw, but at least he made you feel special. Like, Yeah, I really did. That's so sweet, Dad. I really did. I do feel bad, though, because when he would get um, oatmeal raisins, I used to shove it into the seatbelt clicker. Because you hated it? I broke every seatbelt clicker in his car. Because you hated the, oh my God, Michelle, that's hilarious. Chocolate chip or nothing. Exactly. Baby. Yeah. Same. Don't give me raisins in my cookies. Oatmeal cookie. No, I'm good. I'll take an oatmeal cookie if there's also chocolate chips in it. Yeah. But no, I used to, any cookie I didn't like, I would just, it was like back when like cars had um, ashtrays and stuff yeah. too. Like there was just cookies hidden everywhere. Oh my God. That is the <laughs> cutest thing. Michelle's like stuffing cookies yeah. here and there and your dad finds it. He probably eats them he after he's them. high like on another day. He's like, I'll fucking eat this cookie. He's like, ah, I should probably take the back seat yeah. and see if there's any cookies that Michelle doesn't like. Running errands with my mom, we'd always like do the boring stuff, but then we'd go thrifting and then always like grab a bite to eat. And even with like when I run errands with Joe, like he likes coming with me because it's just fun being together. Then if he runs errands, I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. And it's like we always get coffee or you always get something to eat or go mm-hmm. to like the comic shop. It's like, I feel like it's, yeah, there's always a treat. Yeah. And or you buy like something that you want and this mm-hmm. candle. Yep. Wasn't the same with my mom, I gotta say. Nothing against her, mm-hmm. but like it would always be like just going to Macy's for her to try on outrageous amounts of clothes or go to the curtain store and you would just sit in a chair or like sit that in the middle awful. of like a clothing rack of like find one and just sit in it for hours. And then, like, she didn't have the thought to be like, well, let's get you a treat. And we're just right back home. I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, she would get upset if I was like, I don't want to go do that. Because there was, like, like, this girl. I'm just like, I I don't want to do that. (laughs) 
But sorry, girl, you're the you're the ass in this one. But we love you, and we, we hope that you, you can hang out with your dad and sister yeah. soon. Let's not be afraid to set boundaries, especially with your family. It's totally normal. Yeah. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Let's not exploit our children for rent. That's pretty standard, I would think. Yeah, I think so. Also, let's not use other people's hurts and traumas to get sympathy on social media. Don't read those letters. Let's not shame people based on what their biggest achievements are in life. Absolutely. It's their own life. Let them do what they want to do. You got your own life. Worry about your own achievements. Yeah. That's it. Alrighty. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, which is Let's Not Podcast. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and if you have the extra time, rate this podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Subscribe. 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 We love you for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you.